boy. Let's do it. Hung over and exhausted. Coming to you, hung over and very exhausted. <laughs> it's 7.45 on a Saturday morning. It's the Sons of Honarchy podcast, because Saturdays are for the sons. <laughs> Some, uh, what, what we got going? Oh, it's your boy Steve-O. And Hot Take Tommy, on this episode of the Sons of Honarchy, we've got Rodan news, we've got special shout-outs, we got Bones to Big Minoso Minute, and an over-under segment, all for you guys, and make sure to rate, subscribe, review. All of this is brought to you by us. And that's why. Um, yeah, I'm not taking out the two times that you said I'm hungover. <laughs> <laughs> to start the podcast, It'd be great I'm, if you just clip the first one. But I'm hungover, and uh, by the way, I'm hungover, <laughs> and this is 7:45 on a Saturday. When you're drinking until, I'm realizing my cutoff for drinking time should be like 12:30. There's a reason why bars close usually at the time that they do. Steve, this is I think the third or fourth time you've told this to me. What the? I need a cutoff time to for cut drinking. You need cutoff time at twelve or twelve thirty. This is the second time it's been on the podcast, but it's definitely the third or fourth time. Anyway, continue. I'm just so tired, man. Like <laughs> I even had, <laughs> I even had work off yesterday. I had work off Thursday. I have literally a four day weekend, and I'm tired right now. <laughs> it's not a good sign. Someone check in on me. I would say that's lifestyle, baby. Yikes. <laughs> Well, there, there's there's my wife in a nutshell right now, Tom. How are you doing? Um, well, work is like bonkers, like crazy, crazy. But nobody cares about that. <laughs> you woke up early. No one cares. <laughs> um, but I, uh, well, well, we had an HOA meeting. Oh, and I took the meeting in Costco. So that's it. <laughs> a boy. I was like, I'm going to go on mute. I'm in, I'm in Costco. <laughs> Considering you're already giving them a shit ton of money for your roof. Oh, my God. Yeah, don't even. Oh, and that's the project is dragging. They did the Mason. They haven't even. Anyway, bro, it's not done is, is what's happening. We love that. It's, it's just not. Gotta love this rain, guys. It's really good for a massive roofing project. Anyway. Yeah, that makes sense. I forgot about <laughs> the nice precipitation. You forgot about me. Wow. In rain and snow forms that we got yesterday. You Did you enjoy your first roof? snow of the season, by the way? Oh, that was... So? <laughs> I I was uh, dropping Todd off to visit Kichi's work, my mm-hmm. wife's work, for the first time. And he... <laughs> As soon as I I went in with Todd and she went out to like walk him just to like get him used to the area right away, snow started falling. I was oh, yeah. just, I was just inside the building looking at it like Lamau, <laughs> Keech and Todd out there. It was a beautiful snow. It was I'll nice. It was it was it was nice. It was wet. It was gone. Yeah, but um. I need I do need to shout out before we get to the shouts out. Yes. Today's my mother's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Lori. Happy birthday, Lori. And um, say say I love you to your mom today. That's a good thing to do. Happy birthday. Hot take, Lori. <laughs> Moms are good. Moms do a lot for you guys. Moms are great. Moms do a lot for a lot of people. Absolutely. I love my mom. <laughs> I think that's a non-controversial take. We'll get into controversial takes later. That's true. <laughs> um, yeah, so Thursday and Friday off. Like I said, I should be well-rested. I'm not. No. Um, I even put in the notes that I was going to be well-rested. Lies. Wrong. All of it. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. Um, I'm very much looking forward to taking a nap, 
chilling and catching that night Notre Dame football game that's going to be on ABC tonight. Nice little national broadcast, baby. Don't even have to illegally stream it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love that about broadcast TV. I can just, you know, pull up the app on the Roku and just stream it. Watch, like, actual Ta-da. TV. Exactly. <laughs> like a normal human being. <laughs> Not a total degenerate like I am. Um, <laughs> speaking of degeneracy, I did win 50 bucks last night at college basketball. So. Oh, that's... But college basketball. Bro, there was, like, really good sporting things going on last night. And you watched college Who I didn't watch a single anything of sports okay. last night. Oh, so you just put the bets down. I just put the bets down. Yep. Nice. Okay. Yep. Um, Bulls looked like dog, dog shit. Yeah. Like, really, really Boo-boo. fucking bad. Yeah. Lots and exactly. lots and lots of turnovers. It yeah, was sloppy. That's, what I heard. that's all I want to say about that. U.S. men's national team beat Mexico. Dos a cero. Dos a cero. That's how you should say it. In what? Soccer fan. Oh, right. Soccer. Pulisic. Um, guess what we are, Pulisic. though? We are a Chicago White Sox baseball <laughs> podcast. So we should start talking about Chicago White Sox baseball, considering we've taken up the first five minutes of your life yeah. not talking about yeah. it. Um, I do want to give some quick shout outs first, though. Um, if you have not rate, subscribed, reviewed to our podcast, please do so. Um, rated, I do, subscribed, reviewed. You got to. All know, that. Verb tense. Sorry. You I, know. It's hard in the morning. Are you hungover? Did you mention it that you're hungover? I may yet? have. Um, <laughs> there, there are a few people I got to point out. The first of these people is Jordan Miller. So I do have to say, Jordan Miller. In uh, I was talking to him about our last episode about a week ago. Because uh, you may or may not have noticed we took an off week. Because, hey, there's no baseball shit going on. So why not take an off week? Uh, but he commented and he was like, hey, like I really enjoyed listening to your pod. And he stuck all the way through it, listening from beginning to end. Because he was like, I enjoyed your, he said to me, I enjoyed your takes on how Andrew Vaughn needs to get more reps at first. And I was like, thank you. Which means he listened to us rant about the Blackhawks and the Bulls. Yeah. And stuck around for the White Sox stuff. So I yeah. appreciate <laughs> Jordan Miller for that. Um, another one, you may or may not have seen it retweeted from the Suns page, but Jimmy Vanicki was at the Jaguars-Bills game in Jacksonville Uh. the other day, (laughs) and he was sporting a Sons of Honarchy koozie in the stadium. fucking guy. I love Jimmy Vanicki. I love Jimmy. I love that he's on his island, but, like, reps so hard. It's awesome. Most definitely. He is. I really wish he lived in the Chicagoland area because he is such a dope dude. You, did you get? You yeah, didn't get yeah. to meet him. We. I like. Oh, he was like shaking hands, kissing babies because he's like so popular, right? Absolutely. But, but like, I so I met him in passing. But um, yeah, he's just a, he's a great guy. Yeah, I know he had to get back to the fam too because he yeah. was there. With, he dipped uh, in like the seven. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but he came through the one hundred eight and and said hi to people and and hung out for a minute, which was dope. Um, I also got to give a shout out to our guy, Beef Loaf, who posted an old picture of the dollar dog board and gave me a shout out (laughs) and said that we should have weight classes next year if they bring back the dollar dogs. So if there are weight classes, baby, I'm going the distance. Yeah, you're going to be fine. I'm I'm like in a weight class. I've probably increased my weight class recently. <laughs> so let's put it that I'm not in I'm a favorable be, weight class anymore. I'm gonna have to be careful. <laughs> I'm gonna have to make sure that I, I stay in like uh 
what, what would Dude, it be like welterweight, be, not middleweight? You'll be going up against seventeen-year-olds. You're fine, Steve. <laughs> You're fine. I got all that eating and drinking experience, man. They got no <laughs> chance. Oh sheesh. Well, should we hop right into this thing? Yes, let's. Okay. So, uh, what the fuck's been hot lately? You got an AL reliever of the year on the team. AL reliever of the year goes to Liam Hendricks. Um, well deserved. Two, obviously, two right? years in a row. Yes. By the way, um, is there any argument that Liam Hendricks? I I was about to tweet something when that came, like when that announcement was made, something along the lines of. Yeah, he's you know overrated and overpaid. I knew it. Um, I knew you were gonna say like overrated. I was really not. tempted to. Um, is this an argument still that Liam Hendricks I, is no. overrated or overpaid? No, I mean I still gotta convince my pops because <laughs> he thinks he's overrated. I like I think there are a few people like. Okay, let's say you're the fan that tunes in for as many games as possible, but mm-hmm. that only ends up being like. 12 to 15 games throughout the regular season. So your pops. Yeah. Okay. Like, and and in those 12 to 15 games, they just so happen to all be the games that solo home runs are given up. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Um, Those kinds of people think he's overrated. Oh, most Um, definitely. And his his home run per nine is not – that's the one statistical downfall. And it's not even – like when you're a it's primary, average, when you're a primary you know? fastball pitcher, this is gonna happen. And yeah, so guys are hu- hunting for the fastball. You bet your ass that that shit's gonna happen. But that does not mean he's not the elite reliever. Example A being that he's reliever of the year two years running. Like he uh-huh. is. It does. It, he that is. Not the focal point of it. The focal point is that he gets K's and he's fucking hype. Oh, yeah. That's what matters. The energy that Liam Hendricks brings to your team as well, which I know is not a measurable stat. Socks in five. Socks in five, five. baby. Um, The the cursing on the mound and um, being told that he should pipe down because there are children in the stadium. Like, that is what this team, and especially this bullpen, needs. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. To say he's overrated is ridiculous. Um, he is adequately rated, um, yeah. and yes. he is adequately paid for what he yes. does for that this team. That contract looks real good right for now. For all of the people that still wanted Alex Colome as their closer, come on. My bad. Look at what happened <laughs> in Minnesota this My bad. year. <laughs> okay. He's been unceremoniously released. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. Um, which means are the Sox going to go back after him? Yeah, probably. I mean, we need a guy. <laughs> fill out the well when we trade Kimbrel, we need another formerly great uh closer oh, to boy. come back and that makes a ton of sense obviously well i mean this is this is a good lead too because obviously the white Sox are i'm gonna call it chicken nugget Nugget. Because they're on the non-tender game. That's so funny. Um, That's such a obviously, thing. they did bring back Kimbrel, <laughs> which i'll get to in a second but yeah. they did not tender rodon or cesar yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, they didn't you well, know, give they, the qualifying yeah, offer. Yeah, yeah. Pardon me. They didn't no give the qualifying, qualifying offer, offer to Rodon. They offered to opt out of that. And then they also decided to non-tender Cesar's option. Yeah. Which one surprises you more, Tom? Cesar definitely surprises me more. Really? I thought that was going to be a controlled cost, good defense safe bet to fill the hole. I think I talked about this and it's like 
I it made so much sense to me to be like, okay, just plug that hole with a guy who's dependable with a glove and a question mark with a bat. Mm-hmm. Throw him in the nine hole. You've got yourself a second baseman, and just call it a day. That's why you traded for him because he had the two years. Like you're mm-hmm. not getting just a rental, so you exercise that and go fix right field. Sounds like they don't give a fuck about right field, and they're gonna fill that two the second baseman hole. Which I was, I'm just surprised by that, and we'll get to that later. But then yeah. with the Rodon thing, it made more sense because it's like a lot of people are saying that this qualifying offer is too high for you know people in general. Like eighteen mm-hmm. four is just like not what people are willing to pay for anything, <laughs> which is kind of shitty. Um, unless if you're like elite, you're not getting eighteen four, <clears throat> and Rodon is elite. But I think what <laughs> is more. Bro, don't don't you fucking laughed at the uh, fuck every we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Fuck everyone. Fuck everyone. This man is so um, mad at me already. I fuck everyone. But it, I I think what he's going to go out and do is is try to get a longer contract with a lower AAV. So it'll be like, you know, 3 years. Well, he's going to chase after more guaranteed money, right? 3 years, 15 million per, you know, something like that or, you know, for and thirteen million. Per. I think some teams going to give him three for, uh, three years thirty, and no. that'll no, and that'll that'll no fly, way, dude. Two years. I mean, look. Okay, two years, twenty six mil. All the hesitation. There you go. Two years, twenty six mil. Yeah. Two years, twenty six AAV. No. Okay. No, twenty six total. Yeah, that's that's reasonable. That I think you'll see. So hopefully it's by the White Sox, but we'll see. Um, yeah, I mean. I wouldn't mind if the Sox, like, once again took a one-year flyer on Rodon. So I think... The, yeah, one-year prove-it deal is, is definitely something that, the that big, makes sense. Yeah, the big thing is, I think that this move with Rodon is more surprising to me than the Cesar move because it shows me that the White Sox are going to... Sp- I think this is a move that says the White Sox are going to try and splash the market. Yeah. I think them saying, okay, we're not offering Rodon, who is a question mark in regard to his health, yeah, 18.4 million. Okay, we're going to throw that money at someone who's going to be an everyday starter in a position that we need. I would love for that to be Marcus Simeon. Mm, I would yeah. love for that to be Michael Conforto, even more uh, so. No. Um, I got I got problems with that. No love for Michael Conforto, huh? Look at his last year, fam. He was good for a little bit, and then was dudes, dudes have off years. He's still very talented and okay, very good. Bro, this is like okay. Talk about okay. What was um, Joel Brand's phrase? Home team exceptionalism. You have the opposite. You have home team like pessimism. Like anybody from your franchise that does bad for one year, you're like fuck them. That's Rodon, like th- this year's an anomaly for Rodon, but Michael Conforto's bad year is is an anomaly, and you want to sign him, bro? This is not this is not a good thought process. There's no logic here. No, fuck Conforto, fuck Conforto, fuck Conforto. Okay. Yeah, let him go sign for big money back with the Mets, or like go die in like the D-backs organization or whatever. He's also never faced AL pitching. I don't know. No, no, Steve, he's not familiar. I don't want him. I don't Fine. want him. Fine. I, I, there are other right fielders. There are other well, right fielders. Well, according to Rick Hahn, it's uh, Andrew Vaughn and Gavin Sheets. Those are the two right fielders I was talking about, Steve. Oh. No, I, 
Well, now that they have now that they have no Cesar Hernandez at at second base, you, you're not going to make three big ass big no, you're splashes. Not. You're, you're not, not going to splash the market for right field, splash the market for se- second base, and splash the market for a, for a starting pitcher. And it sounded like me sounded like to me when Rick Hahn was talking. By the way, Rick Hahn did finally fucking talk. It sounded like to me he wants starting pitching and he and wants second, second base. base. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, so, because they think they can fill the right field gap with Gavin Sheets and Andrew Vaughn. He's which, bullish on them. I, bullish. Yes, that was the word that was used. Nineteen fucking 20. bullish. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, King lawyer speak, Rick Hahn, mm-hmm. Rick Holm. Um, all that being said, I, I still think there's a need at right field. Oh, I yeah. really wish that they would address it. I couldn't agree more. Even if it's uh, the big thing is, I would rather them go with Andrew Vaughn or Gavin Sheets than do like another Adam Eaton deal. Oh God, um, <laughs> I, that's the last thing I want to see is them try to throw a one-year deal, prove it deal at someone for ten million dollars who's just absolute trash, and we cut in the middle of the season. Yeah, right. Um, don't need that. Don't need a guy like Yonder Alonso, who's also going to be trash and can only DH. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's in the booth now, Steve. You should. You Which you gotta hilarious. you gotta go get a guy. And I would especially non-tendering Cesar, not giving Rodon the qualifying offer, possibly trading Kimball, Kim Kimball, Kimbrell, Kimbrell. The, the brown line stop. <laughs> and that's why we pronounce it Kimbrell. Um, because you can't figure out it anyway. <laughs> exactly. I'm tired and hungover. <laughs> What is that? Now, on the count? exactly. <laughs> um, you got to throw money at a second baseman, and I, it's got to be Marcus Simeon, right? I or, mean, yeah. Or Chris Taylor, and then go throw the rest of the money at a starting pitcher. Chris Taylor. Right? I, I don't like Chris. I don't like taking a utility guy and making him your, your everyday solution at a position. Chris Taylor's, like, his, the reason why he's valuable is because he's a utility guy. Like, he can play fucking anywhere. So don't make him your everyday short, I mean, second this, baseman. the Sox need a little bit of that, too, no, though, no, don't no. they? That, well, I mean, yes. Yes, Especially they do when injuries pop Leury up. Leury is gone. That's I think that's the main thing that you yeah. got to think about, is, like, we don't have Leury anymore. We we took him for granted for so right. many years. And right? you and you plug like, him with someone much better that, in Chris uh, Taylor. I mean, I'm, I... Much better is not a stretch. I mean, okay... I, Especially I think defensively. you're undervaluing defensively. Yes, probably. Actually, did you see some of those games at shortstop for for Leary Legend? Oh man, every time he filled in at short, I hate you so he much. He had no arm strength. So oh oh, I thought you were gonna say he was good. And I was like, do we really need to reel it back here? <laughs> I was walking you up to the edge to see what your reaction. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. He actually wasn't that not that great defensively. But but you know what? Like he, I. I I think there's there was there's a lot of Leary legend slander on this podcast, and you know I look back fondly on his time here. Is what I'll say. I I don't want to. I I think he's better than we gave him shit for this whole time. So I don't want to go out here and say Chris Taylor is much better than Leary legend. He's he's probably a better option, but I don't think Leary like should get like that much slander. Au revoir. Au revoir. That's all I'm going to say about Larry Wetchin. Yeah. Bye-bye. Um, no, I, I – okay, so that's the thing, though. I would I would be willing to see 
Chris Taylor come on a utility guy deal and then get a second baseman. Or I'd be willing to see Leary Legend come back and get a second baseman. Not like get Leary as your second baseman or get Chris I Taylor get as Chris your second Taylor baseman. Get Chris Taylor as your second baseman. No, Steve. And then find a viable backup option, too. No. Like Danny Mendick is not going to no. cut it for me. No, Steve. Romy Gonzalez is not going to cut it for me. I'm mad about this. I no, Steve. No, he. You can't. If take that also a, means that there's money like, that's going to go toward a starting pitcher, a good starting pitcher, a Marcus Stroman type of pitcher that's yeah. going to solidify your rotation, not an Ivan Nova patch up deal. You still have, you're forgetting that Dallas Keuchel's on your team, Steve. I'm remembering that Dallas Keuchel is on my team. That's why. Um, I'll leave it at that. You want to wrap this thing up? Yeah, I do. By telling you that, or reminding you what happened to Marwin Gonzalez when the Twins side him and put him at third base every day. Like, he was not good for them. He was shite for them because they kept trying to put him in a position every single day. So, no. No utility guy as our everyday guy. Well, really, just throw the bag at Marcus Simeon. Let's be real. Yes. That would be ideal. Throw everything at Marcus Simeon, and then, like, you know, your backup guy can be backup guys. You know, your your utility guy can be, insert name here. If you if you get Marcus Simeon, you're good, fam. You still get better at second base if you add Chris Taylor is what I'm going to say. Fuck you, Steve. Um, well, yes. Yes, you do, because right now second base is Danny Mendick. So, yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I will agree with you. And what we got out of Cesar. Well, he's gone. It's not. But what I'm saying is, You'll since that trade, you have improved. Okay. All right. Well, let's take a quick break. Indeed. And we've got some fun segments coming up. All right, we are back, indeed. Um, I did forget to give one shout-out, so really quick, I was looking through our ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts, so first off, if you have not yet, make sure you rate, subscribe, review to the Sons of Honarchy Podcast. Mm. If you leave us a nice comment, or even a not-so-nice one, I'll make sure to read it on the podcast. Yeah. So, this one, uh, five-star review, absolutely love it, from Beardown2021, Uh this person said, not only is the show a blast for Sox fans, one of the hosts boasts some of the most delicious post-White Sox win dance moves in this branch of the multiverse. <laughs> What's a multiverse? Is that a Dude, Marvel thing? Yeah. I it, knew it. <laughs> Always great content, and don't miss the post-game five things from Steve O2. So, Bears, uh, Bear Down 2021, no idea who you are. Feel free to, you know, tell me it's you if I ever run into you. Um, but thank you for the kind comments. I'll make sure to uh, keep the five things rolling next year, too. It's always fun to do those. Hey, Even after the five losses. Drunk five. Th- oh, absolutely. And socks. <laughs> Especially drinking in the ballpark and, like, coming up to people and trying to Shoving get them the to say something. the phone in their face and be like, and how about you? Hello. <laughs> yes. Cherise's hello is one of my favorites. Pete Hand just flipping me off. Um Another one of my favorites. Um, Luke oh, be- saying, fuck Steve-O. Another one of my favorites. <laughs> like, there's just so many good ones. 
Um, <laughs> but I, I love doing those in the ballpark. So, so funny. I don't know if I'm going to make it out to 41. So I did Dude, the total count, 41 yeah, games. You shouldn't make it out. No human should be able to make it to 40 plus games. Unless if you're retired. If you're retired, dude. It's your bag. Have Luke, a good time. Speaking of Luke Taylor, he told me he went to like sixty something this year. Wait, oh, oh, God, yeah, <laughs> incredible. So I think I think I could get close to forty <sighs> again okay. next year. It is it is a thing that like I'm jealous. That's why I say it's not. It shouldn't be possible. It's j- I'm just jealous. Fair. So that's where that's coming from. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you were you are unemployed during the summer. That's how that works, right? Unemployed. Yes. Teachers. That's definitely what it is. Unemployed. Teachers are unemployed. lazy and uh, you know. God forbid we should yeah. get a job. Well, you, what am no, I doing no, with my no, life? No, you should have a job, but you should never get a raise. Oh, no, absolutely yeah, d- not. Except your well, we don't work hard enough. <laughs> no. I literally, I literally <laughs> was in the comment section for, um, I think it was Daniel Greenberg's um, Twitter account. He posted something about how Pat Williams uh, made a $25,000 donation, like, in, or with like with Clorox or whatever, like a partnership with Clorox yeah. or whatever for uh, Chicago teachers. Um and all of a sudden, somebody in the comments was like, they better go back to work. And I was like, uh, excuse me? They better go back to work? We've been back in the building since March. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, I also like commented back on that guy. I was like, if you want to have a conversation about what teachers do on the daily, please feel free to yeah. let's slide in my let's, DMs. Let's, talk. let's have a conversation. <laughs> um, so <laughs> me getting all riled up and angry, Tom, I think that's a good place to lead off with our bones to pick for hey, today. are you so, saying i got a bone to pick i do have a bone to pick baby nice um so where do i begin here socks twitter chill your tits <laughs> it is november 13th today if I'm not mistaken. Check the clock. Yes. It oh, is November 13th. Yes, again. Um, <laughs> Tommy forgetting his birthday. Hey, mo- no, 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 no. I shouted birthday. it out earlier. I remember it. <laughs> uh, there's plenty of time for this organization to make a move. I know people are melting down right now because, oh, gosh, you didn't give Rodon the qualifying offer. Why didn't you give oh, – why didn't you tender Cesar Hernandez? Um, what are they going to do about Kimbrell? He's awful. They should – make a move in regard to Kimbrell. They should do a sign and trade, yada, yada. What are they going to do to make this team better? It is November 13th. Organization still in that win-now mode. Mm-hmm. They're going to make something happen. There's a reason why they didn't give Rodon that qualifying offer. There's a reason why they're not settling for Cesar Hernandez. Something's going to happen. Just breathe. I'm going to sign King Felix, man. It's going to be fine. King Felix to the Sox. <laughs> Ten-year... <laughs> Ten thousand dollar deal. Ten thousand dollars. <laughs> Have him pitch in the AAA system for forever. <laughs> oh man, he he said fuck that to when the Orioles were like, hey, how about you play AAA for us? He was like, he, he was fuck like, you. uh, yeah, middle or middle finger to you guys because I don't want to play in your AAA organization. <laughs> you know, a AAA. I'm not gonna play AAA. AAA for I would short play for your quadruple A team. <laughs> yes, he should have. Um anyway, you know what? Um I also you got do, do you mind if I have a bone to pick? I got a bone to pick. You got it, Tom. Nice. So, um 
at that baseball fan. This is a very specific. Ooh, throwing my guy <laughs> Carrie under the bus. Oh, look here. Speaking of which, I'm going out. Uh, his birthday is on Tuesday, so happy early birthday to our guy nice. Carrie uh, that. at that baseball fan on Twitter. Um, I'm going out to Wings with him. Uh, oh, we're going and get getting wings uh, at Gators. Uh, in I think it's in like Arlington Heights or something. Um, Classic on Northwest Monday. suburbs. If you're gonna hang out with that that baseball fan, you gotta go to the Northwest suburbs. Now, now that I've now that I've expressed that I love Carrie, you know, uh, fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> love you. <ya, laughs> fuck you. Um, what? Literally, the moment the last pitch of the of the World Series or the World Series, Jesus, that's what the ALDS felt like to me. Apparently, yeah. Um, the last like pitch of the ALDS right okay as soon as that's done Carrie hops out here and he's like hey Rodon's gone Tommy how do you feel about that <laughs> like that's what it felt like I think like a switch flipped in his head and he was like well the season's over fuck Tommy you know and and fuck Rodon and like that was all his thought process like everything he's respond I don't think he said anything but hey Rodon's gone to, to me since the season's over like so yeah fuck you fuck you carrie that's that's what i have to say that and that's my bone to i mean but maybe i should be more calm and and uh, understand it's a troll job but no no screw you and your dumbass ideas okay actually speaking of uh, of dance moves and fuck carrie there is a video <laughs> somewhere on twitter of me dancing on 33rd street um, right outside of uh, Cork and Carey, um, doing a jig and singing "Fuck Carey." Um, <laughs> maybe we can clip the audio and put that in here. Gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. Okay, so I feel good about that. Um, let's get into our rotating segment. By the way, we're gonna do a rotating segment. And, you know, we'll yeah. fucking figure out what it we're is. We're going to be bringing things in, you know, some old segments that that we've done in the past by ourselves, some over under. He yeah. said it. Um, would you rather? We're going to be bringing all those back over time. But today, Tom, we're going to do a little over under. Hey, uh, you know, I'm, 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 a, I'm a big betting guy. Um, so why not? Absolutely. Let's start with Carlos. Rodon, considering you just brought him up, right? <laughs> Carlos Rodon, you're, you're going to take the over or the under on this. I'm going to change it. I'm going to change the number. Oh, I'm going to go $15 million AAV contract. You're going to go over or under. Literally, you are out here changing shit on the fly. Be okay. So because I thought you'd be insane enough to think that he's going to get $18.4 no, 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 a year no. over I, like three years. No. I Okay. So here, if he's... This is the. Do you caveat. think he gets fifteen? So over the under. reason why the why are we saying eighteen four? What's important about the eighteen four is the ARB number this year. Yes, so or not ARB number. The pardon me, the qualifying offer. offer. Yes. So he would have gotten that had the Sox extended the qualifying offer. They did not. So the question then is: Is he going to get more than that? Is he going to get more than the qualifying offer on the market? I say, depends. Depends. If it's a one year, prove it. If. The actually LA Angels of Anaheim are willing to pay for Carlos <laughs> Rodon <laughs> because if there's one organization that knows no, how to piss yeah. money away, yeah, more than the LA Angels of Anaheim, it's nobody. Yes, 
Um, <laughs> it's the Los Angeles Angels of California. So <laughs> it's oh, possibly the Detroit Tigers the with the Miguel Cabrera contract. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. No, but that's. I mean, that's going to come off the books in like four years. So don't worry. That's fine. <laughs> it might be Miguel Cabrera Day, like Bobby Bonilla Day in Detroit. <laughs> Bobby Bonilla. Um, legend at the bank. No, here's the thing. Um, God, what am I, Steve? Um, if he, if I, I I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come under A- average. Absolutely, under average wow. pay is gonna be under eighteen four. Um, well, what I about think 15? I think he's gonna. Fi- oh yeah, fifteen. That's where we changed the number. I, bro, that's. I feel like that's right where I want to go, and that's why you picked that number. Um, I feel like I'm he, glad you're catching on to this now. I yeah, picked tricky numbers to make you think yeah, hard about it. Little asshole. Um. <laughs> I would say I would say probably st- ah man, you know, gun to my head under. Okay. I I hope he gets over. You know, I think he deserves over, but I think under is what's going to come out. Um, I honestly I feel like he's probably going to get like a thirteen mil prove it deal, and then he's going to pitch his nuts off, and then next year he's going to get some fat ass contract with like the Phillies. You don't think anybody's going to offer him a multi year deal? <sighs> the angels but <laughs> right right <laughs> hopefully he has the sense to say fuck that two and year then, 22 mil two two year two year makes sense two year two, two year 22 still feels mil. like it might be a prove it deal though for him i mean it, it, two years might make sense because he gets big money and then he can go pitch his nuts off and then get another fat ass contract so you know hey um with a, like a 30 year buy there's gonna be or it's gonna be like a 30 year option too like a buyout year, yeah. Like a Dallas Keuchel kind of situation, yeah. And and I am I'm as much as I'm a White Sox fan, y'all know I'm also a Carlos Rodon fan. So I want him to go get his. So bag. Tommy is going to find a third favorite team, and that's going to be <laughs> wherever Carlos Rodon ends up. Let's not forget that Tommy's favorite team is still the Giants. Yeah, fuck you, bro. Did that shit? Okay, can can I? I will never let it rest, bro. Ever. They're in two. Fucking separate ass leagues. They play each other. All they right. will play each other next year for the first time in what three fucking years? Let's chill your tits. Let's move on to the next over under. Michael Kopech stay in the realm of the starting rotation. Yes. Starts twenty five games for the Sox this year in the regular season. Over under. Ah, twenty five, twenty five, twenty five. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Damn it, with your. I literally. That sounds like the right number. I feel. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. Oh, I'm gonna go under. Um, I think injury might creep up or like injury in quotes, like uh, ah, he's a little sore. Let's put him on the 15 day. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that might pop up. <clears throat> and um, yeah, I, I think I'll just leave it there. I think like obviously innings limit is the other thing. Mm-hmm. So he'll probably start out in the bullpen, get moved expeditiously into the starting rotation and then be on some kind of innings limit and then be on the DL IL. Sorry. God damn it. It's um, all good. It's been Everybody like five knows fucking say. years. No, anyway. <laughs> it's been like three. Anyway, plus like COVID, we like lost some yeah. time there. Yeah. Um, it, expeditiously, can you like look up that word and see if that's actually a real word? <laughs> it's a real. I need word. somebody to to back check fact check <laughs> that one. It's a real word. Um, but can I really quick before you go on yes. to your next one because I also have a good one that I wanted to bring up yeah. as far as go over under goes in this same realm. <laughs> I brought him up earlier. Dallas, oh, <laughs> Diamond, sorry, Dusty Dallas Keuchel. Dusty um, Dallas, no longer Diamond Dallas. Yeah, so we're we're thinking what, thirty two starts? No, fuck no. <laughs> that's what absolutely he, that's not. That's what he did. Under, take the goddamn under, please and thank you. There is some clause in his contract though that they can. What can they do? Oh, they can. Oh. They can cut him or they can. 
uh, not have to pay him if he pitches 150 innings. I think that's what it is. So there's like a 150 inning clause in his contract. Take that back. It is 160 innings uh, pitched in 2022. It's a vesting option. So basically, I think he has to hit. Someone could correct me and back check, fact check me on this. I think he's got to get under 160 innings. Like the White Sox have to make sure he doesn't pitch more than 160 innings. So it better be less than 32 starts or whatever. Wow. Your number okay, was. that I, that's fascinating. But I mean, so his whole thing is with that option is he wants to perform to the to the extent that we are forced to put him on the field because he's so good. Right. But I I don't necessarily see him doing that. The reason why I picked 32 starts though is that's how many he had this year. So please, for the love of God, I know that we lost Rodon. And that's, what, 160 innings during the regular season that yep. he pitched um, that you're going to have to find elsewhere. You're going to have to find it in Kopech. You're going to have to, I don't know, Jimmy Lambert is still around. No. Um, See, that's the thing. Like, is like We talk about starting pitching depth all the time, how we should utilize it more often, how we should do more with our starting pitching depth and do something. Dallas Keuchel is a good depth piece, not as a actual fucking like top of the rotation guy, right? As your sixth guy, like that's I don't a know. good. That's a, he's a good guy to have around, in my opinion. Maybe he's right. overpaid, but I that's not oh, what matters. Time. That's not what matters is because he's on the team. Does he fulfill a good role? I think yes. I think thirty-two. He's probably gonna come under yeah. under that, but I don't think by much. Yeah, and yeah. I no, I'm not trying to say put him on the uh uh playoff roster i'm not trying to say that i'm trying to say it's a good guy to have on the team um literally means he'd be healthy throughout the entire year though too so which i i don't know if that's going to be a thing for him he's got his arms got a i guess he's not throwing that hard no he's not and hey maybe maybe if we shift it like he's been begging you know stocks to shift maybe if we shift a little bit he'll actually be better yeah i don't know maybe he's full of shit i don't know Anyway, um, okay, so what else? You got more buys or sells, right? Yeah, so I lost my notes for a minute here. So for those of you that don't know the Sons of Honarchy, we need some notes here so we make sure that we're on, on track here. <laughs> um, oh, he, this is good because we talked about it. The Sheets Vaughn combo, which what is the word? Bullish. The oh, bullish yes. combo of <laughs> Gavin Sheets and Andrew Vaughn. Um, Gets 120 starts together in right field this year. Are you taking over or under? I'm going to take under because I'm hoping they get a guy. Yeah. I shouldn't. I should take over, but I'm going to take under. Um, yeah, I mean, look, look. It's it, I don't dislike either of those players. Um, the other thing to keep in mind is what if one of them gets traded? You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's a pick em for me. You know, it, it, there's so many, you know, variants on this. It's like if somebody gets traded, if we actually get a guy, if one of them gets injured, if one of them sucks ass, like, like yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. It's it's it. There's so many different variants in that. I, I'm just going to go under on it, yeah. even though it's probably going to be over. Right. I'm going to take the over. I wish that the organization wouldn't play with fire here yeah. and actually sign somebody that's worth a damn. Um because Adam Eaton. I really don't think exactly is Howie Kendrick still bro, alive. Um, <laughs> because I really don't think that Gavin Sheets and Andrew Vaughn should be your solution to your right field problems. Yeah. Um, they're a nice one-two tandem. 
Sheets going up against righties, Vaughn going up against lefties. But then again, Vaughn's still going to need more exposure. And mm-hmm. I think this is where you really start mm-hmm. to plug him into first base this year. Nope. Sorry. Jose Abreu plays 162 games. <sighs> All right. Well, Tom, I got one more for you, and then I think you might have one for me too, right? I do. Um, okay, so the White Sox, the, take over or under on this, the White Sox will rank fifth in pay, MLB payroll this season. Under. So right now they're ranked fourth. Yeah, I look. That's pessimistic Sox fan coming out strong. You okay. Know, what What does Ryan Dorf do historically? Not spend money. You know, he didn't even pay fucking Scotty Pippen, baby. Like, come on. Um, what? I I know, I know, I know. Can we talk about this a couple I weeks ago? His, look at what he did yes, with the Bulls. Yes, yes, he's well, spending I mean, money. Our our tourists did with the Bulls, right? Yes. Um, but look what he allowed our tourists to do with the Bulls. Look at what the White Sox have done the last couple years. Yeah, you know he's got. We we've, we just talked about one of the best. The AL reliever of the year, two years running, is on our team. Mm-hmm. You know that that's a big. He has Monty Grandal. It's a big deal. <laughs> oh, I thought oh, you were no. saying. <laughs> but no, I'm making another example of a big signing, right? Yes, Yasmani Grandal. Yes, right? and maybe even Dallas Keuchel. Maybe Yasmani Grandal should be considered for AL reliever of the year because of yeah. all of his pitch framing. Resign, no. <laughs> resigning Lance Lynn. <laughs> yes, like, yes, extending. Extending, yeah. exactly, right? I mean, big you, deals, you're big seeing deals, examples you're of right. the money being spent. You're right. I think the White Sox are going to finish fifth in payroll this year. I think behind, what, Boston, New York, the Dodgers, and... I don't know, throwing another team. Uh, the Rays. <laughs> <laughs> About no, that. No, like uh, the Braves or Phillies. Phillies, probably. Maybe. You know, one of those guys. Um, the Mets. <laughs> well, hey. Exactly, right? <clears throat> Cohen. Oh, that's so funny. Woof. That's hilarious. Well, they're going to sign Javi Baez for 215 mil. Um, hey, yes. take a flyer. Why not? <laughs> Take take a flyer on a guy, two hundred fifteen million dollar flyer. Yikes. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I have one more for you. So this is this is kind of going back to what we were saying, where you were saying, "Hey, socks Twitter, chill your tits." Mm-hmm. This is going back to that. And and um, Yasmani Grandal was signed ten days after the GM meetings. Mm-hmm. GM meetings are done now. December first. Have we signed a free agent yet? Over under. Oh, so you're you're saying over would be past December first, and Correct. under would be before December first. And we're talking or a free agent. We're not necessarily talking like a splash, but are we signing a free agent? The White Sox sign a free agent before December first or after December first? That's where I set the over under. So I'm not sure if you saw the Jeff Passan tweet. Um, Passan? No. Yes, I have not. Um. There is, um, I don't know, stuff coming out of the, the Chris Taylor camp and somebody else's camp. But they're looking to speed up their contract negotiations because of the CBA. Yeah. Um, they want to make sure that they have guaranteed money or some, I don't know, form of, of guaranteed work. Yeah. Um, if there is a work stoppage in any way, shape, or form. Um, that might delay that. I'm still going to go with over. I think it's going to be past December 1st, but not too far after December 1st. It's going to be before the holidays. Wow. So over, but not by much. Right. Definitely before the new hmm. year. And I definitely think before the holidays. I'm going to go over because I think that, you know, I I think it doesn't make sense to sign a deal before the CBA. I'm not a scientist, 
But if I'm a free agent, I would wait until after to see what happens after the smoke clears. I mean, maybe, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm crazy. But who knows? Um, yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, definitely over on that. I mean, I, I, I thought it was crazy when Rick Hahn was like, we like to be aggressive. Remember when I signed uh, <laughs> Yasmani Grandal, like super fast, flex muscles, flex muscles? Um, well, yeah. Adam Eaton was a quick signing. <laughs> Not a, little a good bit one. Too quick. Yeah. Yeah, they should have played the market on that one. Yeah. Not playing the market for Yasmani was definitely the right move because some other team would have offered him exactly. just as much money, if not more. So you got to, I mean, you have to understand the market to jump the market and, and be successful in that. And mm-hmm. we understood the market not well when we signed Adam Eaton. Also, I'm not part of the organization. They did not sign, uh, jump the market well when they signed Adam Eaton. <laughs> so, um, all right. Jeez. I feel like um, this is a, as good a time as ever to switch over to a Minoso minute, you know? Um, yeah. So, you know, every once in a while we like to talk outside the lines of baseball, and we call it the Minoso minute because of what Mr. White Sox, Minnie Minoso, did uh, outside the lines of baseball for the White Sox organization. So, Honestly, I wanted to talk about situation with the Phoenix Suns. And about a week ago now, ESPN came out with an article that described the Suns owner, Robert Sarver. And turns out he's a racist clown. You know, he's he's a guy who... After interviewing, mind you, this is really well sourced, this article. Guy interviewed over 70 current and former Suns employees. And yeah, um, the Robert, Mr. Sarver, I guess, tends to use the N-word flippantly. Um, and has an overall shitty work culture. So why is this important to point out right we we need to not give free passes to these corporations that we celebrate right um the suns had a good run here they were known for the suns and four guy they were known for being western conference champions and now and what sucks is this takes away from the player's accomplishment, right? Now we're looking at the Suns and saying, yeah, they're racist because of this owner. And what sucks even more is that the NBA looked to be in a situation where they were trending in the right direction. You know, last year they recognized BLM in a huge way. They gave their players who 74.2 percent of them are african-american they gave those players a voice and those players went out and made big statements milwaukee bucks didn't even play they, they canceled a game one time because the shootings in kenosha and now fast forward to 2021 we've got a situation where robert sarver is still in a position of power after being the way he is for 17 years. You know, he's been 
the Phoenix Suns owner for that long. So, yeah, it just sucks. We're sitting here and, again, dealing with racist clowns running stuff. And we we can't stop pointing it out because as soon as we do, these people get their passes. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for bringing light to that. I didn't even know about the whole Phoenix Suns ownership uh, situation. Go read that ESPN article. Robert Sarver's a bitch. I'm going to go educate myself because I did not hear about this at all. Also proves that I barely follow the NBA. Uh, (laughs) I'm on the Bulls and Sixers bandwagon at the same time. Oh, my God. Um, The Sixers. Hey, maybe. I'm still a free agent when it comes to my NBA fandom. Such such um, bullshit. <laughs> so I'm gonna take over a quick Minoso minute as well. Um, mine is going to actually be a minute at at, at most. Um, I just have to say it again because of what I've seen on White Sox Twitter, because of what I've seen in online comment sections. Absolutely ridiculous. Sexual assault is bad. Period. End of discussion. Don't make any excuses for it. Don't try to defend people that are covering it up do not try to defend people who had any sort of involvement in either being a perpetrator of sexual assault or a bystander um, of sexual assault the Blackhawks organization if you are a fan of the organization you want that's fine I'm not going to tell you to switch your fandom I'm not going to tell you to do that at all I am going to say Look at things without rose-colored lenses. You got to separate yourself from your fandom and look at a situation and say, yes, this was wrong. Boys are not just being boys. Period. End of discussion. Quit saying that sexual assault isn't that big of a deal. You're damn right. That's... Thank you. You know, like, look... The, both of our both of our Minoso minutes here is about calling people out on their shit, right? Yep. Like if if an organization if if sports culture is shitty, call it out for being shitty. Yep. You know? Like we don't have to give exceptions and and get out of jail free cards to people just cuz they won rings. Mm-hmm. You know, just cuz Robert Sarver in his 17-year career as an owner won one Western Conference championship. And by the way, the Suns were shitty for all those other years he was there. That does not get you a get-out-of-jail-free card. You can't be a jackass and own an organization. If you're the Blackhawks, you can't cover up sexual fucking assault and get away with that. That's bullshit. It doesn't matter that you won three rings. Three cups, sorry. I don't care anymore because, look, you're fucking literally committing crimes. Yep. Committing crimes and being complicit with those crimes. Not okay. Anyway. Right. Should we end on a lighter note? Let's so. get to a lighter note, people. Okay, MGM. Bet MGM came out with odds. Oh, you already know. I love to bet. Yeah. <laughs> Degenerate. No. Um. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so Bet MGM. They got 2022 World Series winning betting odds. And the White Sox came in in what place, Tom? Number four. Wow. With um, the fourth? Yeah, I mean, Low, okay. Like the, the lowest odds, I should say, right? 
fourth yes fourth lowest odds Matt, fourth yes. most likely yes there we go thank you making it clear yeah um at plus 1100 plus 1100 on that so if you want to get good money on it do you think that's good money i'll ask you actually what do you think are the Sox 11 to 1 good odds to win the world series i'd lock it now because i think they are going to be aggressive in the market i think Looking at their team right now, they're an 11 to 1 odds team right now to win the mm. World Series. Because I think this year, despite us being like, hey, if they can't get past the first round of the playoffs, this is a disappointment, which it was a little disappointing. Absolutely. It was significantly disappointing, like to sit in the seats yeah. and, and watch the team just fall apart in game four yeah. at home. Yeah. However, I think it was a learning experience. Right. I think this was a big-time learning experience for a young team. I think this was a big-time learning experience for how to manage the starting rotation. Yes. And what the needs are of this team moving forward. That I think Rick Hahn has the green light, that Kenny Williams has the green light to go and fix in December, in mm-hmm. January, and February. So, hey, let's make it happen. I, I would throw down on this. But I've been criticized <laughs> for being a mush um, by many people. Whereas if I bet on the White Sox, apparently they do poorly. This did happen in 2019. I threw down as soon as they clinched their playoff spot. Oof. So when they were the first AL team to clinch their playoff spot, when they had the best record in the AL in 2020, in the COVID year. Yeah, you said 2019 at first. My bad. 2020. <laughs> Um, in that shortened year, when they were the first team to clinch, they hadn't even technically clinched the division because obviously mm-hmm. they weren't even division winners that mm-hmm. year. But when they were that first team at the top of the AL to clinch their uh, playoff spot, I threw down on both them winning the AL and them winning the World Series. Yeah, you fucked and that up. neither bet hit, yeah. obviously. Yeah. They almost got bounced. They, like, clinched their playoff spot. They and then barely. <laughs> only because it was a mathematical certainty did they make the playoffs. Right. <laughs> and they finished third in their division. Yeah. Remember that. Yeah. So, Ricky's yeah. boys kind of quit a little bit at the end of the season. <laughs> exactly. Man, that's when I was really critical of Carlos Rodon. Hey. But. Never use him out of the pen. He was what the hell was that? Such a shitty situation. That's that was Ricky Renteria. Ricky being worst, Ricky. That was his worst. Like st- like what is it? Not uh, bullpen management. Yeah, it just was worst awful. management decision. All right, I think. Tom. What do you think? Eleven to one? Would you take it? You throw I, down one to win eleven. That's what it is. Yeah, I, I would. I would take this, and I think the 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 perspective that I'm taking is like we're gonna win our division. Like, sorry, Tigers, not yet. You know, like, right? It's just not gonna. We're gonna win our division for sure. So that puts us in the playoffs. Please don't we sign have... Carlos Correa, though. Please do not let Carlos Correa oh, go no. to Detroit. No, 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 no. If if Jesus. if we see if if Rick Hahn, if you see Detroit getting close, just throw the bag at him. Just like anything to not have him on. Boy, I would be so Detroit. Holy cow! Elated if Carlos Correa. I know that moves your buddy T.A. out of the shortstop spot, or they move no. Correa to third. He's got such a strong arm. Move Yoan back to second. That'd be weird, though. 
Yoan did terrible. I know. He was not a good defensive second baseman. And he's a great defensive third baseman. That's the thing. It just doesn't make sense. I get why, like, get the best player and make it work. I get it. Right. But also, it doesn't make sense with our team. It just doesn't. Like, it doesn't. Square or peg round hole is what I see. Detroit gets Correa. And the Sox go for KB. Chris Bryant would look real good in a Sox uniform, baby. In the black and I, white, baby. I would love it. I don't think it's going to happen. I think he's nah, too valuable to San Francisco. Sure. But anyway, I would take it. Sox are going to be in the playoffs. 11-1 odds when he, they're pretty much a guaranteed playoff spot. Yes, that's, that is good odds in my opinion. For sure. Because anything can happen in the playoffs, as we saw with the Atlanta Braves. The fucking Braves got hot and won it all. So yeah, fuck it. I mean, the the more the the other thing to celebrate is that the uh, Twins are plus eight thousand um, to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck the Twins, baby. Fuck the Twins. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, they um they are not good. Um, they are not. It, like I said, it doesn't not. help. Like I said earlier, when we first looked at this graphic, it doesn't help when your best player is only on the field for 45 games out of the year, 50 games. Yes. So, I'm telling you, if Buxton played a full 162, AL MVP. Oh, yeah, yeah, guaranteed. He's so fucking good. But, I mean, praise, like, for the White Sox, for MLB, for the sake of the MLB, that sucks that he's not on the field Mm -hmm. at all times. For the sake of the White Sox, praise the Lord. You know, like, honestly. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, it's we're at fifty-six minutes. Do you, do you have any final thoughts except b- besides the the betting odds here? Just want to see the White Sox front office be aggressive. You're damn right. And and not just like we had a seat at the table aggressive. Oh shit. <laughs> Get that seat at the table. Throw it into the fucking sun. We're done here. All right. <laughs> Throw the bag at Marcus Simeon. Yeah. Someone else in right field and a starting pitcher like Marcus Stroman. Yeah. Please. Oh, ooh, that sounds good. We I we think. should talk what free agent options there are next week. That's definitely something we should talk about. Amen to that. We'll we'll spot track it up. All right. So, ladies and gents, that's it. Um, in Han we trust. Throw the bag. We must. (laughs) Thank you very much.